We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sam, listeners, Lightyear's podcast, do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Wow, that's amazing. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment and made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Welcome to the official Light Years After Show. There are fans in Oracle, or sorry, wow. There are fans in the Chase Center, Kyle Madsen. Kyle, it's been too long here. How do you, let's start there. How do you feel about the fact that they finally have fans back? It was almost jarring at first, just because I got so used to there not being fans in attendance that when they cut to actual people reacting to, to things it it was kind of like well it, it felt it felt weird like it did at first without people I know man I was I was thinking about it. I was like oh there's fans there now and then now and then my second thought was mm, I don't really want people that close to me ever again <laughs> uh, <laughs> but but with that said let's get to the game um so the start of the game was a little terrifying with Steph having the foot issue. Uh, it seemed like he just had to get something adjusted there because, you know, he was fine after the game got going. Um, other than that, I don't think we could have asked for a better game. You know, the Nuggets are obviously uh, down Jamal Murray, but they've kind of won three or four of the last games since then. And, Really, from the beginning to the end, you couldn't have asked for a better performance than the Warriors. I thought, I thought this was a complete team effort. Um, we'll go down the line here, but this is about as good as they've played all year, right? Yeah, and it looked. I think the most encouraging part to me is it looked sustainable. It did that, like nothing happened tonight that was like, oh, that's weird. 
that's not, you know, Kelly Oubre didn't go for 40 or something crazy like that. He just had a good, like really solid game. And for a while it felt like they, they were winning on the back of Steph and then some other player having a stat line they're never going to have again in their life. You that, mean Draymond getting 19 assists and two points? <laughs> no, that's pretty, yeah. <laughs> it's tying a career high for him, but it, it's, it's in that. I, I mean, I guess I, I guess it's not wild to me that Draymond went for two points and 19 assists. Like, no, no, you are right. Like, that's a thing. Um, I feel like the elephant in the room now is if we want to talk big picture about the Warriors, it's objectively Draymond is best when he's the center. Uh, whether you have another big next to him who's like a de facto power forward on offense or not, like when Draymond gets to play that point center role and the lane is open and guys are cutting, you know, like I feel like Kelly Oubre might have been the biggest beneficiary of it tonight because we've seen Kelly Oubre when he's asked to play like a wing role and the lane's congested, he takes a bunch of jumpers and he's just an inconsistent outside shooter, right? right. But when he's got – but he's got an open lane, that's where you really want Kelly Oubre to, to, to star because he's super athletic, he's long, all that sort of stuff. And it really brings kind of like when – if you can design a roster where you have Steph Curry doing Steph things and Draymond is a de facto center and you find the other three players who can fill the gaps coherently around that, that's still a team who is as competitive as any team in the league. That's why I said tonight felt a little bit different. Like Kelly Oubre looked like he's, I don't want to say turned a corner, but is figuring out how to best be successful in this offense. And it helps that he's knocking down shots as well. That's I, I know the the thing to say right now is like, Oh, the Warriors are a problem. The Warriors are going to be a problem. And, and like, maybe, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe, maybe they, they take Dallas or, or not Dallas, but win a couple of playing games and take Utah to six. But um, when they play like they did tonight, it becomes easier to see. um why why that would be the case yeah absolutely it's like um i i don't want to focus on sorry i don't want to focus on like the big picture negative stuff but it like it, it kind of gets to the point where it's like you still have steph curry who's one of the two to three best players in the nba you still mm-hmm. have like this scheme that works and everything and it, it's they're better when they don't have James Wiseman. They're better when they're not trying to play big. They're better when they're not trying to do all this other stuff. And like, if you have enough of a roster that can get it going in this capacity, like they're going to be a problem for, for Utah. They're going to be a problem for Phoenix, whoever they, you know, basically as long as they don't face the LA teams, (laughs) uh, they're going to be a problem for anyone just based on this roster right now. So it's like a question of what, there's there's two things going on one how can they make the best of this season now but like the broader question is we know who steph curry is more importantly uh because because steph can play with anyone we know who draymond green is we know draymond's best is this point center role with everyone Mm -hmm. cutting off of him in the open lane what do they do in the offseason to build around that because this year like i mean let's be honest around it they it's it's not like the players they have are bad. It's just like the fit of all of it doesn't necessarily come together and they're not so talented that they can overcome the fit. Does it feel like, 
All right, let me let me start here. Does it feel like Clay would make a major difference to you? Like having that one extra shooter slash defender. When you talk I mean, around when you talk about building around that, like the first thing that came to my mind was like, all right, well they need they need more shooters. Like they need more consistent shooters. And then Clay is obviously coming back next year, hopefully. What what kind of difference does he make to you? He obviously makes a huge difference because like the the thing about Clay is like he's pretty much the best three and D player of all time. Like they're how many players are as good of shooters as Clay in history? There's like three to four. You know, you you could yeah. argue, you know, like Steph's better, but like you could argue like Ray Allen, Reggie Miller, like he's on the short list. And then yeah. the thing that makes him really special is none of those guys are as good defensively as Clay. Like I thought Ray Allen and Reggie Miller were excellent defenders or pretty good defenders in their prime, but like they're not as good as Clay was. And the fact that he can do both things makes him just kind of like the basically coaches porn to be honest because he can like play in any scheme he can play in any situation like they're you know usually when you have a guy who can shoot that well you're you have to compensate for them in some way like even Steph right. loves Steph to death um maybe the best offensive player of all time definitely the best shooter of all time but like Steph 63 at, at some you do have to compensate for that in your team just mm-hmm. by proxy of the fact that like he's not 6'10", you know, like those mm-hmm. are things you have to come up with. Right. So I, I do always feel like that's Clay's thing. I think Clay helps it, but he doesn't solve the problem. You know, he doesn't solve. Right. So, so Clay is, is a great piece to have their period, but like, he's not, you know, fixing, he's not making loony better. He's not, he's not doing a bunch right. of other things. So. But shooting is the first thing when you ask how you build around that, like they need, they need more players that can knock down shots. And maybe yeah, Jordan Poole's one of those guys. He's been playing really well, but I, 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 you just, I don't know. Go ahead. I cut you off. <laughs> You're fine. Um, yeah, no, Jordan, Jordan Poole, by the way, has been excellent. And it's been, I want to, I want to give a little st- shout out to our guy, Steve Kerr, for giving Jordan Poole a little more rope because yep. I, I feel like Jordan Poole, is one of those type of players who you you can't yank him on his first uh his first mistake you can't yank right. him when he uh is experimenting and maybe turns it over or whatever it may be like w- with creativity comes some plays you may not love all that mm-hmm. way but like with it also comes the good side and like Jordan Poole finally playing with a little freedom has been significantly better for the Warriors over the last couple of months, particularly since you come back from the G League bubble. And it, you know, it's it's good to see Steve Kerr finally kind of giving him that rope because he's super talented. There's no way around it. Like, yes. there's yes. this team has not had a proper six man for pretty much in you know a decade, I guess. So right. you you, you right. have to go back to like. You don't have to go back to Jordan Crawford to to get like a proper six man <laughs> on this team. So, oh, Maples wants on the stage. I'll put Maples on the stage. How's that sound? What a guy! Bring him in. Maples is great. Oh, so like, you're, you're coming What's on up, the man? stage. And you know you to mute the background. What the fuck, man? Unbelievable. <laughs> My bad. You feel me? We, you feel me? It's, it's a lot going on. I got the Peloton in the background. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at these days on the Peloton? 
What's going on with y'all though? Trying to make enough money to own a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that was, I feel like from a Warriors perspective, you can't ask for much more than tonight. So I, I want your take on this, Maples. Like there's, I don't really know where to go with this game other than like big picture. Draymond has to play more center. And that's like a roster question. They got to answer in the off season because they built a roster this year where he doesn't get to play that much. Man, so where I'm at with the with the Warriors, they they just I've been t- remember I told you a long time ago they should have just traded the pick. It's just it's, they play better small, so this is right. why everything is kind of maximized for me right now. And I, I put a, a comment in there: if they play anybody besides the LA teams, they're gonna win. They're gonna win around in the playoffs. Any any team that's not an LA team, they're gonna win around. So okay, let me, let me is, ask you this. Let me ask you this: if you are if you're Bob Myers. Let's just call the season what it is. Like they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to potentially scare Utah. Whatever depends on the matchup, right? What are you looking to do in the off season? Because like inevitably, you want to compete with the LA teams. What are you trying to do here? You got to add a, a off the dribble shot maker. I don't know where that. I don't know whether that's a, a Levine. Even a DeRozan works because Steph is going to be the guy. DeRozan works as a number two or number three. DeRozan. Is something to look at. Um, I don't know. You know, my guy in New Orleans, you know, allegedly is not happy there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but any any type of any type of shot creator off the dribble to just kind of play off Steph and the gravity that Clay will get, even if it's just you know 15 to 20 minutes that Clay can give you in the first part of the season. But that's that's what I think they need. Do you think Jordan Poole can do that? Uh, I think he's a eventually, but just the timeline, like depending on that in the championship sure. setting next right. year, I just I don't know if that's that's feasible. That makes sense. Where are you at with where are you at with Denver right now? I mean, because like they look, um, they find like they they had the the post like you know your guy getting injured, everyone kind of pulls together, and tonight they finally look like a team was like kind of legs coming out from under them. It's just it's a wrap, man, for Denver. It's just 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 too many injuries, man. You lose Murray, who was, you know, had a track record of going off in the playoffs. You got uh, you know, Barton goes down tonight. We don't know how serious that is. It's just it's a wrap, man. It's just they got to chalk it up. It's tough too because this is literally the way Jokic was playing and the way Murray was starting to play. I had them as a second best team in the West. Like I was going to take them to beat the Clippers again. It's just it's just a wrap now. It's just tough. Mm. That's rough. Um, I, w- I want to ask you one more question, and then we're going to open this up to callers if you want to stay on the line. Um, what are your thoughts on Wiggins' play with the Warriors right now? Because, like, I go back and forth on how much of a piece he should be for the future for them. Like, obviously, they're, it, it's a transition year until Clay Andrew comes Wiggins back. Thing? Yeah. Isn't that, where, isn't that just a space he exists in in the NBA is you're not sure if he's worth a contract or not? Man, I think I think I think the the normal the Wiggins like it's good. He's good. You can look at what he's making, <laughs> and then it's like Ooh. right. But he's like defensively. I think he's a second team all defense guy this year, in my opinion. Like the guys, he's kind of locked up and made the game real tough for them. I think it's hard to deny, you know, what he's done uh, defensively this year. Offensively, you know, it ebbs and flows with his shooting and his uh his settling. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For kind of mid-range jumpers, but it's hard to keep him off the off defensive team. I think just off that, he has value alone. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. It's like, I mean, that's that's kind of the story of the Warriors season. Like, you know they're not bad. You know they have a player you can build a contender around, but they're kind of sitting in this weird limbo state. And I feel like this is every postgame show. We're just kind of like, <laughs> where, where, can they, where can they go from here? Because it's like, they're maybe the only team who has, like, a dude you can build a, a true contender around who's not, like, actually got a contender fucking built around him so they're just kind of sitting in a weird spot let's open this up to questions you guys you guys cool with that i'm yeah. down let's get going all right let's try this out look no one's perfect even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded the best golfers sometimes three putt with the tournament on the line so if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes it's perfectly okay but if it's bothering you there are options. Go to roman.com slash light years now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash light years and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash light years and get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Getroman.com slash light years. Get started now to save $15 off your first month of treatment. Larry. Hey, guys. Great, yeah, great win tonight. But I feel like, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but like the, a lot of the wins recently, the more we win, the more just like annoyed I get at the first half of the season. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because like a lot of the things they're doing now is like a lot of like literally with the fans, I guess, like not the fans, but like me and you guys, right? I've been saying like all along, right? And I think what's like really annoying is that like the coaching staff obviously know what works, right? Because in the first half of the season, when they were chasing wins, right, they have these really obvious tells, right? Do you guys remember that like uh, those comeback wins where like Steph will come back at the eight minute mark, right? They'll play Draymond at the center, right? And then like they'll run a lot of high pick and rolls and like they'll bust these out like every game out of like 10 or something, right? And just go away from it despite the fact that it works so well. So like it's great. 
that like they're sticking to it more recently they're winning a lot more but it's just like man like it, it's just like really annoying why they didn't do it earlier and honestly i think because they didn't they was the waste of the stuff craze mvp season what do you guys think larry appreciate that um I agree with you. Like, I'll, I'll give a defense here. I do think they were experimenting. Like, I don't think anyone thought Kelly Uber was a shooting guard. Like, they knew he was kind of like a power, right. like a, a slashing wing more than like trying to make him a Clay Thompson type. Um, but it's rough to watch. I'm like, you know, like Steve, I, I'll say this about Steve Kerr that the dude's bad at lying because like he, he <laughs> can't get on the podium and just like, you know, tell you like, you know, oh, we're just we're trying to figure it out. He, he, he'll, he'll like, he'll fuck with the media a little bit that way, but um, it's 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 rough because like this was all like this isn't the most complicated roster to figure out. I'm gonna ask Maples on this. Like this this isn't like this isn't like some sort of multivariable calculus to figure it out in the beginning of the season, right? <laughs> yeah, just I mean, I, I was with you with 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 the Steve Kerr thing. Just like I remember, um, I put all that stuff about you know Steph's PPP and whatever, like right. his first and everything, and you were like, uh, "Okay, it took long enough. You took your twenty games to figure out what you have. You got to <laughs> give. You just got to kind of give him the ball right now." I think they got way. It took they took way too long to get to that point where just okay, we just got to give Steph the ball as much as possible. Like that's always a that's a weird part to me it's like all right i understand like your your experimentation's more about like trying to get other people going and like maybe empowering them but like 50 games in come on man (laughs) (laughs) right i was like it took way too long to get here all right let's let's move let's keep moving at least he got there though right like i was certain it just was never gonna happen all right juan what's up man what's up fellas how you guys doing good what's up dynamite Perfect. So uh, based on your when you guys are talking about what the Warriors would need for next season, I have a two part question. Uh, first being, would you guys if you had to pick one, would you rather part ways with the pick or Wiseman? So the Minnesota pick or Wiseman next year. And then two, uh, assuming that the trade market's really hard and you got to give up a lot to get a nice player, uh, not excluding like Giannis and Kawhi, who is the player you would give up Wiggins, the pick and Jordan Poole for? So, 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 like, uh, question one is, which one would you rather give up more? Question two is, who are you, who's, who are you willing to sell the whole thing for? Exactly. Not like excluding, like, obviously, like Giannis and Kawhi, yeah, 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 the top, yeah. top tiers. Appreciate it, fellas. All right, Juan, appreciate oh, it. Uh, Maples, you go first. I don't think anybody's worth all that. You know what I'm saying? Like that. You talking about the? He said the Wiggins, the Minnesota pick, and this year's pick. Is that what he said? And Poole. and Wiseman. He was basically saying you trade Wiseman, the Wolves pick, and whichever you know Draymond Wiggins, whoever like to make the, uh, the salaries yeah, work. I don't think there's anybody outside of a top tier guy like is is like is Bradley Bill worth that? You know what I'm saying? It's like even if he he's not even allegedly on the block. So, I mean, is Levine worth that? You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of guys that are possibly going to be, you know, shopped if they can't agree, like, going with their team. So I don't know if anybody's worth all that. So that'll be the, the haggling point. If you give up all that, you probably have to get, like, two players back. Like, one of those little mid-tier star players and a role player. That's a lot. You know what I mean? That's, that's a lot to give up. Oh, so, so you, wouldn't, you wouldn't give all that up for Brandon Ingram? 
Dude, that's what I mean. You're talking about, <laughs> talking about Wiseman, the, the Minnesota pick, and, you know, Wiggins. Like, that's a lot for a guy that's not, that's not, you know, that MB. He's, he's not an MVP. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's, you want, that's, that's a first team. That's a, at least like a second team all NBA type guy you trade for. I suppose that's banking on Wiseman becoming good, though. At least long term. Because if he yeah, never even but, makes I an All Star team, I think that's worth it. He's super talented. At this point, you got to treat him as a top sure. prospect. Like, um, it, it's fair to wonder. Like, my bigger my bigger concern with Wiseman is like, by the time he figures it all out, Steph's gonna be thirty seven years old. You know exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's um, what it's like. Maple's just said timeline. That's what like everything kind of comes back to. Is there in that weird space between Steph's window and when Wiseman is going to be an effective player on a championship team, an effective player on a championship well, I, team? I, I, I feel like they're in the, um, and I've said this before, it's like the same thing the Celtics went through when they had Kyrie, Horford, but also Tatum and Brown, where, um, you know, everyone knew they wanted to make a trade, but, you know, they, they weren't willing to trade. Both Jalen, both Jay, you know, Jason and Jalen, for just anyone. But at the same time, like, you, have, you, you know, you have two stars in their prime. They're like, you know, we're we're not really interested in your like five year plan. We're trying to win next year. That's kind of the issue the Warriors are going to probably run into with trades, where it's like they can conceptually say, I don't want to trade Wiseman and the Wolves pick because that's a, it's a ton. But the other team right. is going to be like, how desperate are you? Right. <laughs> right. So wait, so I have a question, like a scenario for you guys. So let's say the Clippers fold again, right? Early, second round, flame out. And all of a sudden, you know, Kawhi is Kawhi can't opt out. You know, I know he wants that. There's a 250M, you know, contract waiting for right. him. Let's say, you know, he opts out. Is that a sign and trade you look at? I mean, if, if you have to come off Draymond with, you know, with the Wiggins and, and the pick and a couple of the Minnesota pick and your pick, you do that for Kawhi? Oh, absolutely. For Kawhi, okay. Kawhi's yeah. a top five player. Okay, top okay. five was, player who, who right. matches your – like, it, it becomes dicier when you're talking about, like, second – you know, guys like Bradley Beal who you're like, they're they're amazing. But, like, you really willing to mortgage the future for a player you can't <laughs> guarantee yourself right. a shot well, at a title. Like, it's not like, you know, you put Kawhi on the Warriors, it doesn't mean that they win a title. It but it does put them very much in the driver's seat to get a title. So, or like to be in that conversation, like it, mortgaging everything for a guy who doesn't put you in that situation. gets a little, I, I, well, agree it, I agree with that. And especially if you're moving, what was it? Wiseman, the pick and, and Wiggins for a player like Zach Levine, you're just turning yourself into kind of one of those middle of the road teams. That's not quite complete enough to win a title. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you got to get another player back. If you're going to do that is what I'm saying. You yeah, get- no, I, so, I agree completely. All right. We'll keep moving. Let's get to the next caller. Jake, what's up, man? The hey, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I, I can I, hear you, man. Probably change that Abby after Uber's recent streak, but, uh, <laughs> I just wanted to get your guys' take on Ubre's mindset. I was wondering if you guys think he's more of the set of, uh, I found my six-man role, I like what I'm doing, like I can see a future with this, 
or if he's more just like, hey, I'm I'm getting buckets off the bench, but I'm just ready to sign for a starting spot and get a good contract next year. All right, Jake. Appreciate the question. Maples, I'll let you go first. Um, if Ubre is gonna keep playing like this, then you know it's it's all a go. But dude, I, I just it's too much, you know, non-high IQ play for me to really be seriously invested in him if I'm a Warrior fan, like, down the road. That's not something you want at that, you know, at what he wants to be paid to. It's just that we appreciate you this year, and, you know, thank you. See you down the road. I, I just I just don't know who's giving him that big contract. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, he he's one of those dudes who's, like, like he's, he's objectively a good player. And, um, you know, you're happy with him on your team if if it makes sense, but like the type of player you get all um, annoyed about if you if you give him like you know <laughs> right. thirty million or something and like they can't sign anyone else. So I, I just don't know wh- where that comes. Like in terms of his happiness, like I don't read into anything about like him wanting to start or anything. Like yeah, dude, he's a free agent. He's trying to leverage everything to get as much money as possible. I would do the same thing. Like nothing, nothing weird there. Yeah, I just but you know. Just the recent the recent string of play is, is 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 you know promising. I think you'd like to see that. He's just he's not trying to do too much like uh he was early in the season. Early in the season he was like really worrying me. I was like Yeah, he's trying to do everything. <laughs> this guy's just trying to get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, we keep moving. Hey Jonathan, what's up, man? What's up, y'all? How are you doing? It's probably good. How you doing, man? Good, good. So I uh, actually proposed a trade in the chat. Uh, so I was thinking of, okay, look, Draymond needs some scoring next to him. And the Rockets, there hasn't been a lot of reports, but I'm hearing that they want to sell high on Christian Wood for a young player in a pit. So what about Wiseman for Christian Wood and throwing Golden State's first rounder this year? And you, think- you, can keep, you can keep the mini pick, too. Oh, okay, well, you keep the mini pick. That's something I consider. Like, that's not, that's not a farm selling trade. Uh, defensively, you know, Woods got a lot, lot of ground to make up defensively. Draymond might be able to cover that, but man, uh, Woods defensively, man, I've, <laughs> I've seen some Rockets so, games. <laughs> so that's and that's the big thing. If you put Draymond next to C Wood, you can just right, leave Chris right, Wood right. as more of a rim protector, and he can kind of be on the perimeter a, a little bit with switches. Where he's bad is what big guys in the post, which Draymond can can handle. But I got you. It, it, you no, know, that, that's. I have a hard time with that one. I love Christian Wood, but like that feels like just a little too much of a sell low on Wiseman. Like I think Wiseman's gonna be an excellent player. I just I just don't think it's gonna align with uh <laughs> with Steph and Co. You know, you know what I'm saying? But like I hoping for hoping for a better return in the short term than Christian Wood, so I have a question. Are are you happy? Are you trying to retain Marquise Chris? I like Marquise Chris. Yeah, I'd be happy with him coming back. You know, I I think if he hadn't got hurt, I think they would have treaded water a little better. You know, he's he's a capable guy who understood what they were doing. Like that was an underrated big loss for what the Warriors like to do. Although, well, it's 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 tricky because he I can't tell if he would have made Wiseman look better or worse because. He would have played more. So if he plays more, 
that's less opportunity for Wiseman to kind of, you know, look young and make mistakes. But at the same time, if Wiseman's playing like 10 minutes a game because Marquise, Chris, and Looney are playing so much, like that's not a good sign either. So it's, it's yeah, tricky. I mean, well, that's a trick. Like the trick, whatever trade they, my thing, remember I told you, is like they can't go in there with Wiseman and whoever that Minnesota pick is with. It's just too much youth for the second best player in the NBA, man, who's going to be 34 next year. Yeah, it's just you, you got you got to move something to get a, a win now player, even if it yeah. feel like it's going to cost you in five years. You just kind of owe it to Steph, man, to kind of make to move all the down, yeah. move all the chips in the center. And the it's table. just, and it's just very clear to me that they're trying to do the like leverage thing. They're trying to do the uh, the Celtics, like you know, trying to act like they're cool with everything this way, and like <laughs> it could go either way. It could it could go either way. It could it could be genius, or you could be watching you know everyone walk out the door and like all right now it's a wiseman's team you know (laughs) man and and i think what made what what made it even more complicated was the the knee injury right even if you are shopping him like that that lowers the return a bit because you know big man and even if it's uh even if it's seems minor sure it's fully repaired the fact that they had to go you know under the knife that's uh, that's you know that's that's a red flag no it's not it's it's not a it's not ideal <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. All right, we let's keep moving. I got I got a couple of callers here we gotta get to. We gotta get our guy Luke in Australia. Luke How you going, Sammy? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, man? Hey buddy, yeah, good. Hey, hey Maple's big fan, buddy. I like seeing your your wiseman slander on the time. I want you to lay off him a bit. It's not slander. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to hear any more fucking chatter when Lamelo comes back talking about oh we should have taken Lamelo. Lay off the kid. Fuck me dead. Hey, I love your banner. It's good, mate. Um, question, question for you, buddy. Um, I know you were talking about the Pelicans before. I know you're a Lakers, but you're a Lakers boy and everything. It's all good. But um, my uh, my man Bogan a few months ago, I don't know if you knew on his pod, he said that basically the Pelicans were um, the Pelicans were pretty much fucking sick of SVG, and it was like you know they were off the joint. Do you, from what your spider sense is tingling, do you think uh? Do you think do you think there's going to be a massive shake up in that joint? And do you think like do you, do you think Ingram's going to ask to get out or whatever? And by the way, before you answer, fuck that Compazzo guy today. He's a dickhead. And Steph's got <laughs> cheers, boys. Luke, Luke, I appreciate you. Luke, Luke absolutely. Luke legend. off the top rope. I mean, um, this is what Luke, I this you for me. We, I, Go ahead, go, go ahead. For I'll it. go second one. I was gonna go for it. I was gonna. I was gonna say Luke didn't give us the Jessup update, but you know, we'll right. live. <laughs> yeah, man. I will say, as far as the, the the Pelicans or whatever, it's just it's a mess, man. There's a whole bunch of pieces that don't fit. It's just not good. I would not be surprised if if uh, Zion took the qualifying offer, man. And there's a little there's a little bit of smoke about that, you know, coming from around the organization. So that that'll be uh, interesting to see. But there's a bunch of pieces that don't fit. You know, I've heard revelings about, you know, whether or not B.I. is happy. But, you know, it's whatever. When you sign five years to a bad franchise, you know, them's the breaks. So it's kind of hard for me to feel bad for, man. Keep cashing the check, baby. <laughs> uh, I just, um, you know, someone's going to be someone's gonna be the first player to take the, the qualifying offer over the max. And, like, I thought it was going to be Brent. I thought it was going to be Ben Simmons. It wasn't. Maybe maybe it's on, maybe it's not, but like at some point someone's gonna do it. And that's gonna 
that's going to lead to a lockout. NBA owners are going to be <laughs> shook. NBA owners are going to be shook when a 22-year-old 20, says no to $200 million for a like $8 million deal just so they can have freedom. Yeah, man, it's just, I don't, I just, I did those, like, if you look at that interview when he's talking about New York, you know what I'm saying? Like, he volunteered that information. It wasn't just like they asked him. He's like, oh, yeah, that's, man. that smile, that smile was, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's like, that's like some like high school falling in love smile stuff. Man. Like, I, don't, I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like, I, that, that was like me the first time a girl told me she'd go on a date with me type of stuff. <laughs> right. He was just too happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Let's get this moving. Let's get Jamil up here. Jamil, what's up, man? Uh, hello? It's Papa. Jamil, what's yeah, up, man? I don't really have any complaints today. It's just looking <laughs> at Clay on the bench, man. I feel bad for the guy. Like, oh, you, can, man. you can see his eyes. Like, he's in tears. Like, it's damn. It's bad for the league with him not there, man. It's bad for the league, man. The league is better when he's in the game. I mean, they should check when that dude maybe doesn't have a depression or something. Like, you can see him on the bench. Like, oh, man. <laughs> I agree. It's, yeah, it's that, that's what I have to say. Jamil, appreciate you as always, yeah. my man. Calling um, every day. <laughs> Jamil, Jamil's my favorite. <laughs> All right, let's keep this moving. Saeed, what's up, man? Oh, what's up? What's up? Hey, yo. My my thing is, man, I think we all stopped a little bit. We stopped breathing for a little bit when we saw Steph go out. And then he Absolutely. comes back and just knocks them out, man. This guy is incredible. I, I really honestly, just amazing. Uh, everyone, everyone should be talking about him being MVP. You see Steve Kerr just said he's the MVP. How much role does he need to go on or how long does he need to do this for people to actually consider him really the MVP? I mean, he knocked out Jokic twice in one week, right? Ooh, that's a good Ooh. that's a good question. All right. Appreciate the question, Saeed. All right. So, so Maples, I'm, I'm going to ask you this right now. So, the Warriors 29 or 30 and 30. Uh-huh. Um, let's, let's be real about this. Like, their best case scenario is getting up to the sixth seed. They're more likely going to be the seven or eight seed. What... What do you give Steph as a chance to actually win the MVP this year? I'm going to say seven gets him in the conversations. He gets to six, which means they have to go from – they're in 10th right now to six. I damn near have to give it to him. they get to six at this point because there's 14 games left or 15 games that they have to go on like an incredible road to get to the sixth seed. So they do that, I'll give it to him, man. You know, I I'm think Jokic is – has a fair amount of, you know, space around the, next to the, uh, around the rest of the field because guys are just injured, right? Right. Guys haven't played. Like, LeBron was close. Too uh, too many games missed. Uh, Embiid, too many games missed. You know what I'm saying? So, I would have to lean. I, 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 if he gets six, I'm going to say give it to him. I'm with you there. I'm, I'm looking at this right now. Um, they're nine. They are three games behind the six seed. Dallas is the sixth seed right now. It's not insurmountable, particularly with the schedules kind of favorable. The schedule, like, I mean, they got they got a lot of OKC. They got a lot of Houston. They got a lot of – They got they, three they Pelican few, games. That's, that's 150 they, points for Steph. Three Pelican games, 150. Yeah. <laughs> and, and by the way, those – by the way, the most annoying thing about the Marvel thing is, like, that might literally be games that decide who makes the playoffs. Like, come right. on, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever. but – to be fair, they did say it was alternative, but 
You kind of want sure. to focus. Well, I think you want to focus on the basketball stuff for a game of that magnitude, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you there. Hold up. Time uh, out, we... time out, time out, time out. One, one more thing. Uh, Tyson Jackson, I, you just confirmed to me that you did not see Hakeem Olajuwon play. I say Jokic is the most skilled big. Jokic <laughs> was the most skilled big we ever seen. Come on, bro. come on, young brother. Come on, young brother. You got to come on, young brother. I need you to turn on that uh that that that, that YouTube, baby. Akeem was a, was a different breed, baby. Don't let the three point shooting fool you, baby. Everything else, Akeem was better. I mean, I might I might even go with Shaq over over Jokic. Come on, man. In terms of just skill. But anyway, that's a different conversation. All right, Mike Mike Davis, what's up, my man? Hey, Maples, I agree, man. These young kids don't know <laughs> basketball, man. They don't know They don't know what we used to watch, you know? They don't know. <laughs> man, anyway, you got to uh, re- reach one, teach one. Reach one, teach one. Yeah, I, right, reach, I teach, yeah. Um, good to see Steph back tonight, uh, even with the ankle issues, but he plays through it, so that's good for him. Um, when this team has fun, they're a different basketball team altogether. Um, when they're out just just all smiling and laughing and having a good time, they play light, they play free, and, and that makes them a better team to me. Um, and then we are about, as basketball fans, I think we're getting ready to be rewarded for all the exciting basketball we're going to see in the next, what, two, three weeks for the season. Because this play-in tournament, if you want to get in, you have to ball. And if you don't ball, you're going to get left out. Uh, we're already seeing movement, like you said, with Dallas taking over Portland. Memphis is somehow winning games. I have no idea how that's happening, but they're good. They're doing all right. Um, and then last, uh, the scoring title. Um, right now, Steph and Beal are both tied. So that's going to be pretty exciting to see all the way to the end of the season, too. So I'm excited about it, man. I'm, I can't wait to to see all this basketball take place in the next couple of weeks. First of all, don't 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 worry about Bill with the scoring title. Westbrook gonna make sure that don't happen, baby. Westbrook, Westbrook got you. <laughs> <laughs> don't even talk about that. Westbrook got you. Yeah, you can't Appreciate outshine you. Westbrook, right? No way, man. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate all, you, all Mike. Good, Mike. All good, Mike. Uh, oh no, we got we got oh, the, my God. Oh, we got my the God. biggest hater on earth coming on. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a special night! We got the two, we got the two of the biggest Bay Area uh, NBA insiders, influencers. In the world. <laughs> Here we go. Do I, do I got to kick you off? <clears throat> no, but you know what? I just wanted to join because I was I was listening to Maples on. Uh, I was I was locked in the Maples room yesterday. He was he was doing like a, a Lakers room, and uh, you know he Maples just sounds alive tonight. You know he just sounds alive in the, in the Warriors room. He sounds like you know what I mean like he's like he's having fun. Like yesterday they were talking about they were talking about the Rockets in twenty twenty one and all all types of bullshit. So you know I'm I'm glad uh I'm glad you got this in and you know uh, <clears throat> kicking off your weekend with a good start, Maples. Right on, man. At least you, you know, stop sending me stuff that says Dub Nation on it. Okay, just put my name on the patch. <laughs> I, th- I think, I think the, I think the latest one put. I think I put uh, Clutch Headquarters or something. Oh my god, <laughs> this guy. Oh, she. Are you? Uh, 
I don't, I don't even know what I got to say right now. Wow, you got me. You got me starstruck. We got sheet on the show right now. Oh no, man! I was just, I was just listening. My daughter listens. My daughter just be playing around. She be listening, and I told Sam, "Oh, she just starts yelling like uncle, uncle, and she wants to like jump in on the phone." As <laughs> <laughs> you hear Sam and Andy, she just starts saying uncle like she's ready to hop on the show. Then. Oh, you. Hey, Sheed, when are you getting back to Chase? What you didn't go tonight? I know that. When are you ready to? When are you ready to mask up and go to the socially distanced camps? Ah, oh, man, I, you know, I got, I got to, I got to get a vaccine first. You know, I'm on my baseball right now. Sheed is, Sheed is, no, I'm just kidding. First sources. No, we'll be there. I think what, uh, you know, what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for Warriors Blazers playing game and make the. Make you know one of the the greatest, well, one of the funnest road trips for Warriors fans is going up to Portland and catching a game up there. Uh, <clears throat> that's what I'm hoping for. You know, Steph Dame playing game. I think that's a must. I think so too. I don't, I don't know if we're gonna get that though. I think we're gonna get a little Steph uh, Dirk Dirk White. So. I'm gonna say Luca, man. I'm, I'm gonna, I, th- I think well, not Luca, be maybe uh, I think Memphis actually. They'll play Memphis. I'm gonna say Memphis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on that note, guys, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Sheed. Always. All right, legend. All right, legend. Send my stuff I order too, man. I paid for that hoodie two weeks ago, man. Stop playing. <laughs> uh, we we do two more questions, Maples. Appreciate you. you. Can can you hang around for two more questions? Yeah, I'm good. I'm Gucci. I'm good. Peloton ain't going over. I got the, I got the class pause, baby. Let's go. Oh, you you doing you doing 11 p.m. classes? I that I gotta give you uh, a little credit there. All right, Ricky Garcia. What's up, my man? Hey, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's poppin', Ricky? All right, I guess my one question is, you know, I, I noticed that I feel like this is like the first time that, you know, Ubre and Wiggins have had a good game together, you know? Uh, I'm looking at the numbers, both shooting um, at least 50% from the field, decent scoring tonight. Um, that's just kind of my thoughts on um, the game tonight. And also, Steve Kerr said after the game, you know, JTA solidified a rotation spot. So, what took him 60 games to finally realize that? <laughs> appreciate appreciate it, Ricky. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give a Steve a little, a little bit of rope. You know, when you, uh, when you spend $80 million in tax dollars, you got to give, you got to give someone a, a, a little more rope than maybe you would in an egalitarian society, you know? There's a little politics in coaching sometimes. You know, you don't always get to, you you know, Steve doesn't get to just be like, I'm going to bury Kelly Oubre in the bench, that type of thing. So I'll give him a little, I'll give him a little there. But like, to me, the biggest takeaway is that they're just better playing small. And they got to kind of be, they got to got to be honest. They kind of got to be honest with themselves about it. They got to just be like, we got to build a roster around this thing we're really good at, right? I agree. It's just, you know, it, it just got to go small. It's just, it, it just a little bit. The team is not great spacing wise, but that small gives space enough for Steph to just, you know, be that much better. And the guys that, you, you know, Oubre is a good driver. Wiggins is a good driver. Poole's a good driver, right? So you got guys that can get to the gut. Even JTA is a good, you know, straight line driver off a of closeout, right? So, I mean, going small gives more driving lane, driving lanes for those guys. Like the Warriors can't attack the basket, you know, I'll say right. The shooting may come and go from certain guys, but they for sure can get to the rim. So I think the spacing maximizes that. 
as well. And the cutting, you know, when those guys step coming off those screens and those guys die right. when they overreact to step, like it opens all that up when you go small. So I agree with you 100%. Agreed, my man. All as right, far as JT, JT, JTA not playing, didn't Ubre cost like $80 million, like all together with the tax? Yeah. <laughs> you you got to justify that. They, they're like, ownership going to look at you funny. It's like, nah, he's playing. <laughs> we not cutting this check for him to just, you know, watch a two-way guy. That's, like, it was, it was going to take some time, man. Yeah, I mean, everyone criticizing that. Like, you're not arguing with your boss and they're like, they spend all that money on something. And you're like, hey, I'll make it work. <laughs> it's kind of how it goes sometimes. But my rough. question, I hey, said real quick. So we'll, we'll, yeah, before go we go it. to the last caller, what what does JTA's contract next year for you look like after what you've seen this year? I mean, I think he's I think he's super valuable. I just don't know that he has. Do you think other teams are gonna bid him up a little bit? Like, I feel like they're gonna just try to offer him uh, a vet minimum with like a twenty percent increase. On oh, next year, Ooh, I, I think they're they're, they're going to try to extend him right now with a like escalator to next year. Like, do you really think he's he's going to get bidders next year? Because like that's like the that's the thing that I think they're going to do. Man, so. I can see I can see a team sneaking in, man. Like, hey, they're giving you a bit of them. You know, we'll give you you know three years, fifteen. You know, what I'm saying with a team option, right. a player option, like something like that. Like, you know, that's what I mean, he's certainly he's certainly he's certainly worth like, I don't know, five to seven million. Like, that's what I was going to say. Pure, you know, it's pure gamble. Like, you know, the thing that makes to me, the thing that makes JTA super valuable is he's finally hitting shots. Right. Yeah. Because like he's he's a good defender. He's always going to be the guy who makes the glue plays. But like what matters is he hits those shots at 40 percent instead of 30 percent. So. I think the the scary part for the Warriors is he's 27, so he's got right. one shot to cash him, right? So the next contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's going to take the highest bid, in my opinion. He's just going to have to go. With, oh, of course he is. I, 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 I would I would never blame him. But, like, right. I, I just don't know that he – it's a unique situation. Like, I, I can't think of a, a comparable situation of a dude who kind of, like, popped – for a team at 27 right it's <laughs> a free agent who like he, he's got like a very like every every good team can use a guy like jta like Agreed. let's just be real about that like Agreed. he's Agreed. he's pretty much a perfect piece for the lakers the clippers the the jazz the you run down the list like everyone can use a dude like him it's so, high iq man high iq low, low usage perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. excellent defender makes the right pass and can stick a shot. Like what else do you want? Right. Right. Yeah. It's perfect. All right. We're going to, we're going to end on this last call of the night. He, what's up, my man. What up, Sam? What up, Jason? How are you guys? Cause you got good. I can hear you. You're a little scratchy, but all right, go for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah. I agree with Naples as far as saying Hakeem Olajuwon is the most skilled big man ever i watched that dude he was incredible but as far as this man like we got it like this is all about stuff i've never seen a like in my 25 years of watching basketball i've never seen anybody like Steph. so my question for maples is do you think he's a better point guard than magic and more skillful <laughs> hey coming off the coming off the top rope with the last question so here's my thing so uh, he appreciates you man 
shameless, shameless plug here. You know, Temple of Who podcast. Go for it. Plug, plug, man. The, the, the last episode, we actually did our top five offensive engines in NBA history. And Steph was second for me behind LeBron James. So, you know, that's why I think he's the second greatest offensive engine in NBA history. So, you know, that's why I think of him. But Magic is just, if you go to nine championships in a 12-year career and you play the last three years with HIV in your system and still play at the MVP level, come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. You know, you know, you know, you know, he was playing with HIV for a few years, man. They didn't just discover it, man. I, I'm with you there. I mean, it's just, uh, I, so first off, like, let's be real about it. Like, comparing Steph to, like, Magic and Braun, like, nothing anyone would consider five years ago, right? Like, so, so give him that. But it's, I don't know. Like, he's, he's just such a unique player. Like, there's no, there's no other around it. Like, you're being dishonest if you think, like, picking a lineup out of nowhere, like, most people would pick Steph over, like, Braun or Magic or anything like that. Like, there's just a reality to it there. But he's, he's put himself in a certain conversation. I don't know. I, I think we just need to appreciate him for who he is, to be honest. I think so. I mean, he, to me, like, he's the second greatest point guard in NBA history to me. Like, I, I think yeah. that's pretty clear. Like, he, like, people try to say Isaiah, like, I saw, like, the tail end <laughs> the mention, The mentions go, let's just be real, Magic, just a fat Simmons. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta stop, man. Y'all, y'all, that's like me saying Steph is Steve Kerr with what would Jesus do, Bracelet. Come on, man. Let's, <laughs> let's be respectful out here, man. Let's be respectful out here. <laughs> Let's be respectful <laughs> to the legends, man. Respect the legend. Yeah. All right, we're going to end on that. I mean, right, Steph, right. Steph's, Steph's all time. Maples, I appreciate you. It's all good. Thanks for tapping me in, man, with, uh, on uh, no notes, man. Appreciate you letting me uh, kind of crash. No, don't worry about it. You're always welcome. All right, appreciate everyone here. This will be on the feed. Later, guys.